What is going on, Poofy Jodcast? Okay. This is all staying in, by the way. No, it's not. What is going on, Juvie Podcast listeners? Welcome back to another episode of Juvie this Saturday. Um, today, you can notice we're in a different place, but we will get to that later on in the episode. Uh, Knight, how about you tell us? Um, oh, wait, first, before you tell us what we're doing. But you forgot, maybe, potentially, the, the most, most important, important part. part. Let them know. If you're watching on YouTube, please, I'm begging you to like, comment, and subscribe on this video. Keep your notifi- notification bells on so you can see when we next upload. And if you're watching or listening, sorry, on any platforms, please make sure to Follow us, download the episode, and enjoy. And if you don't subscribe, YouTube does give us all your guys' addresses, so that's a little bit scary. Yep. Totally kidding. But that's the best way to support us. Do you tell them what to do on listening platforms? Yeah. Do all that good stuff. All right. Clearly, we're in a different place. There's a lot of switches going on with Juvie. We're going to get into that after. But we have a cool thing that we're starting with you guys, and we're going to insert mini interviews in the Josh Nighttime. Yes, we are. This is a Josh Nighttime plus a mini interview. We had one of our new guests on. He runs a page called For the Youth. Clip to that. Today, we are talking with someone who you've probably seen all of your TikTok for you page. He makes many documentaries about all of your favorite creators. This is George Peretti. How you doing, dude? Thanks for having me. Of course. For sure. Man. Just a little bit about you. Where are you from? How old are you? And how do you describe what you do? I'm from Chicago. I'm 19. turned 19 a few months ago. Um, I go to college, uh, Marquette University, heard of that. Um, and... Basically, what I do, um, so around sometime like last year, like uh, November, uh, I started for the youth. Didn't really do anything with it. And then, like, you know, sometime in March, I was like, I need to, like, do something with this. So I've had a past experience with editing. So, you know, I just figured out, like, a good format. And I wanted to, like, cover artists. So originally, it was just artists. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I like, I also watch YouTube too, because we'll get into that. All yeah. That. But like, I had like, <clears throat> I had a YouTube background, so, you know, I'm like, all right, I gotta do YouTubers too. Like, what if I do YouTubers? Like, because I saw like a lot of other people cover artists, but no one really covers YouTubers. So I'm like, I need to cover YouTubers. What connections have you made? I'm sure there's probably been a lot of creators who have seen what you've made and, I don't know, really enjoyed it. What connections have you made through? making these mini documentaries? Uh, I mean, pretty much anyone you see on the page. I mean, like, I guess, like, Balin and all of them. Um, Gideon. Uh, uh, really, yeah, really, literally anyone on the page, like, most of them have seen, like, the videos, so they just, like, hit me back. Um, and, yeah, I definitely, like, so the route I'm trying to go with this is, like, eventually get the, the in-person interviews. Yeah. Like, um, I'm mocking it with Phelan right as we speak right now. So Very cool. It's going to happen. Why do you think it's important that you build this brand and feature these creators? Because obviously, like, for the youth means something for you. And I'm assuming I'm putting words in your mouth right now, but a lot of these creators do things for the youth. So why do you feel like it's important that you build these brands and you show these stories to people? Um, honestly, I just need to showcase the talent. I mean, there's a lot of talent that's not being showcased. Like, um, it all, like, in my town, so, like, I live in Chicago, like, um, a few minutes south in Chicago, like, the city. So, mm-hmm. there's, like, a lot of, um, like, artists that are, like, you know, underrated. So, like, that was what I was trying to do at first. 
I was like, wait, it's the same thing on YouTube. Mm. Like, there's just people that are like, there's like the top, and there's like the people that are like blowing up. There's like a bunch of people like at not at the bottom, but they're just like on the come up state. still. Yeah, and, like they get no recognition. Yeah. So I'm just trying to like give people recognition. That's that's like, what that's what uh, we love to hear because I mean our. Uh, as you probably know, our whole message is trying to empower the youth and reverse the stereotype that the youth is actually very powerful. Um, so the fact that you're trying to bring these young creators to the top with all of the older creators when they don't usually get as much recognition, I think that's really special. Yeah, so basically, like, you know how Lyrical Lemonade, like, when they post an artist, it's like the artist has a career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I'm trying to do, but, like, with, like, it could be, like, a YouTuber. It could also be an artist. Yeah. And I'm also getting... I also do music videos too, so okay. I get some music videos on the, the YouTube channel as well. So yeah, that's another thing. So, yeah. so, so you said you take obviously a lot of inspiration from people like Cole Bennett, potentially Kyle, Lyrical Lemonade. What is it about these people that you take inspiration from? What, is it the actions they make? Is it the stuff they talk about? What is it? Yeah, I think it's just like the leadership, like and how like they did it. I mean, Kyle, like he started with no, but then like get a good transition into the brand but like with Cole like prime example like you know what I mean he, he, he's from like a suburb out in Illinois like yeah drove down to the city every weekend to like get himself into the scene you know he like puts Uzi's like one of his like first shows in like Chicago and like it was like right when he blew up so like he got a lot of people there and like he just like had a good bet and like yeah I don't know. So is uh, it maybe like the passion that they show and what they do? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's the passion. Um, yeah, very cool. Yeah, definitely the passion. It's also it's the like they're young. Like yeah, I think Cole Bennett. I think it was like maybe like twenty. So it, like it's Kyle. easy to resonate with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like. It's like all support the youth is like the youth, like yeah. taking over. Yeah. Like, sometimes there's exceptions. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Mainly it's like people under like 21. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, George, as we come to the end of this episode, everyone knows what our final question is. Um, the question is, what do you feel like the most misunderstood thing about teenagers is? Um, I think the mis- most misunderstood thing about teenagers is that, I mean, we all have, I mean, us included, like, we all have, like, a vision of, like, where we want to go. Um, sometimes um, the, the elders don't understand, like, the yeah. vision, you know, we have. I feel like a lot of teenagers are very motivated, very driven. Um, like, my grandfather, I cover a lot of teenagers who are, like, you know, multimillionaires. Yeah. At this point, I'm just, like, doing their thing, whether it's, like, rapping or being a YouTuber drop shipping, whatever, whatever they do, like, yeah. they're good at it, so, I feel like a lot of them, a lot of teenagers are driven, not in, like, the, uh, traditional way, just, like, in their own different ways, for sure, yeah. it's cool to see, yeah, but yeah. I try to highlight, totally, yeah, that's yeah. a great answer, well, if you guys want to check out any of the projects that George is working on, I'm sure there's a lot more rolling out in these next few weeks, check out For the Youth on Instagram and TikTok, correct? Everywhere, everywhere, YouTube, YouTube all of it, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, full length YouTube content is on the way. Sweet. Yeah, everybody cool. get ready for Any, that stuff. Anywhere that you watch content, for the youth is there. For the youth is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tongue twister, man. 
George is on the come up with the project he's working on. If you guys want to check out anything that he's working on, go ahead and check that out. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. I hope you guys enjoyed that quick five-minute interview with For the Youth, sick guy. Um, and now we will address probably what everybody's wondering. Where are we? Why has Juby moved for what? One. The third time. Why has Juby moved for the third time? Just because. Yeah. No, honestly, the spaces that we've been using from the first move to the second move to the third move to where we are now, all those spaces became unavailable to us, and we have just been going with what we are accessible to. Yeah. And so, yeah, the, we're, in the, we're in the new studio now. Yeah, because our old studio was a loft, and then that the house the loft was in got turned into an Airbnb, and they wanted to... Let's go back to, to use it, let's so. go back to the first ever Juby Studio. First ever studio. I can put a picture up on the screen if I Shall if I, do, I can I might be able to do that. Shall we do the pros and cons to where we are now? Yes. Okay. Well, the pros is obviously we had <laughs> infinite space in, the first in our first room. If you guys are OG watchers, viewers, you know we had a we had a mecha studio. It was huge. But what some people didn't know, maybe didn't know, is every single time we went to record, that whole set had to be torn down. Everything put back up and that was probably the biggest con of the first room yes it would take at least an hour before recording just to set up after that we'd be tired it was not great which was i mean it was worth it to get these first initial episodes out to you guys we were doing whatever we could and so it i mean it, it wasn't ideal no. but it, but it wasn't too it bad it, we made it work how long were we in that studio i want to say 40 episodes 30 30 was it 30? Switched. Yeah, so we went 30 episodes in there. The most OG episodes, iPhone quality. Yeah, some of our favorite episodes were in that some studio. Of our, some of the most OG. We will look back on those episodes for the next. And then, 30 episodes in, what we, what happened? So we switched to the loft. Um, that was definitely our favorite. It was incredible. We were able to keep all of our stuff up there at all times. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we're, we're getting used to the new set. Yes, you guys we can't are. Tell. We got First time having a table, by the way. We got swivelly tables. Some of the stuff might be interchanging. We're gonna see how we like it, yeah. but for now, it is what it is. All right. Yeah. So yeah, we had the space all to ourselves. We didn't have to tear anything down. We could just show up and record. It was bliss. But shall I tell them the cons? The cons. What some people don't know is this was a loft. If you don't know what a loft is, does that go across like like England people say loft too? Yeah. English people, a loft is basically a high. It's almost like a renovated. It's like attic. an attic, yeah. So we had a staircase up, a very steep staircase. You guys follow us on TikTok. We did a funny little series about the pros and cons of our loft. So because it was high enough, and I passed grade, I passed sixth grade science. I know heat rises. Yep. So we we moved in there, uh, beginning of spring. We were chilling. It was like all oh, cool. We'd yep, have some rainy days. Rainy days in the loft were top. Yeah, we leave the windows open. We got some fresh air in. It was, it was really was nice. Wonderful. But another thing was it was right on the street, and so we couldn't keep windows open because it would get very very loud. Yeah. Um. But come summertime, you guys know. Or you don't know. We're in Northern California. Yes. It is the second sunniest city in all of America. It is gets deadly hot. Yeah. I'm talking 110 plus. So if you guys saw, um, yeah, it's coming out. Mm, is it coming out before this or after this? Before this. Before this. Yeah. No, it was the segment we just put up. Was that the only word? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're right. So that day, should we give them a little backstory on that day? Yeah, definitely. That was a oh, day. It was horrible. I think the probably the hardest recording we've gone through it was not because the guest no it was just it was, so it, it was about 115 degrees outside which meant inside was probably at least 100 degrees and it felt like it oh it, yeah if you've ever been in a sauna you know how you're literally in there to sweat if you guys probably saw in that in that little clip we were it, dripping yeah we were wiping our foreheads it was like when the camera wasn't on us bro we were trying to we yeah. were trying to cool down it it was not good at all we i literally you everybody knows we've asked the final question 74 times now 
Yeah, 75 plus. Um, I forgot the question because I was dying for your stroke. <laughs> Just legitimately <laughs> forgot. So it you, was bad. What did, you've misunderstood things, what you were getting tricked up on. Like I was misunderstood like... Word. I can't even remember what I said, but it was, it, I just could not remember the question. Yeah, it was bad. And if you guys don't know, like you're seeing it from this angle, but behind the camera and to the right and left of us is light panels. So we, you guys, we get that glowing lighting. And I, I don't know if this happened to you, but when I looked at the panels, because it was so hot, they were like going like this. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, bro. It that was, was terrible. It was headache. We were definitely putting ourselves through it, but shows dedication. We're here to give you guys. Yeah. Top two oh, episodes. also for people in um, countries who don't use, um, like, uh, 110. Oh, dude, don't use Fahrenheit. Oh, right. It was like 45 plus Celsius, nearing 50. Um, so yeah. Speaking of um different countries and like conversion rates, isn't it crazy that the dollar and the euro are almost equal it's, right it's now? It's one to 1.1 right now. I think has that, that has that ever happened? I honestly don't know, but I don't think so. Because I remember like when we were little, and Josh would be like, "Oh yeah, I'm saving to go back home this year," and then you would talk about how your money was better there. Uh, I think we lost dollars moving oh. uh, going to England. Oh, so, okay. So your money dropped when you were Yeah, because it's it's worth more over there. So I think you lose dollar amount. Oh yeah. no, it's it was worth less or something. So you, if you bring five hundred dollars, then you'd have like four hundred and something pounds. Ridiculous. Um, I think this is on the fly segment. If you guys know the episode that dropped, I want to say two weeks ago when this is coming out, Josh did a joke segment. <laughs> now you guys in the comments came back with some jokes for Josh. Shall we do a reaction to our Juby listener jokes? Oh, yeah. I've got, I actually have some new jokes written that I can do. Okay. Or should we save that for the, for the Josh and Night time? Let's save that for the Josh and Night time. Okay. I want to give him a read out some jokes. Now, you guys saw in that episode, if you made it to the end, Josh was telling me jokes to get my reaction. Now, I'm going to tell Josh these jokes to get Josh's reaction. All right? This was episode 74. The, the title was, This is Why People Hate Gen Z. All right. So, people left some comments for Josh. Here we go. Oh, you responded to it. So you've already seen this. I've already seen this one. Did you hear about the dwarf psych who escapes from prison? Yes. What what did it say? Small, medium, at large. Okay, well that just ruined the whole segment. (laughs) I haven't read it. Shout out to that person. I oh it's a good joke. Let's see, let's see. Someone else left you one, right? I don't know. I only saw that one. Man, we've been getting some hate comments on YouTube recently. Yeah. Shall we read this one? I clapped back at someone last night. This guy, Knight, finna be Jaden so bad it's giving. Can we talk about the political and economic state of the world right now? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. What's oh. going on? Ec- like, bro, oh. that, it's dead. I'm not going to lie to you. That's It's been dead. Did you clap back at someone that I saw yesterday? I just spilled water all over myself. Okay, so here's the thing. We've been uploading daily TikTok sh- um, YouTube shorts. Shorts. People who comment on YouTube shorts are writing paragraphs. paragraphs. I'm not even kidding. Paragraphs. Let's read the one that we got yesterday. Okay, this guy said, I'm going to bleep out anything that's not yeah, kid-friendly. No Gen Z kid wants to work. They all want to live with mommy and daddy while they try to become TikTok, YouTube, Insta-famous, being lazy, talking about problems on dumb, dumb podcasts. There's not been a period in the sentence so far. And not get a real job that involves production and making society stay afloat. That's what I responded to last night. I, I responded to him, too. Oh, yeah. And then, and then I responded to him. And I said, you seem to be happy and loving your life. And he said, you ain't denying live with your mommy and daddy. Yeah, bro, we're 16 and 18. So yeah. you are correct. We do live with our parents still. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> what did you say to him? There's no shame in living with your parents at 16 and 18 years old. We're lucky to have what we have. We were we worked hard for it. We weren't born rich. We make sure our kids will have a great day. Facts. People just love to come at us. Yeah. Did we ever address that one week where we got crazy hate on TikTok? I think we did. It was bad. So there's one. I think it was 4th of July week. Because I remember it was, we yeah. something about 4th of July. 
you guys missed that episode, we talked about that. We'll recap on it real fast. So, 4th of July week, we posted some clips. Like we mentioned, by the end of May, we felt a little bit burnt out. So, maybe our, our topics and subjects yeah. weren't up to the juvie standard. Um, I think that week, we did about 1.2 million views in seven days. I would say we've got 15,000 hate comments. Oh, yeah. Around. I'd say 1.1 out of those 1.2 million views were hate views. It was ridiculous. So... Given, let me let me put this into perspective for you guys. Say we do a million views on TikTok, I would say we probably get five six thousand followers from that. Not yeah. a high conversion rate, but that's how TikTok works. Yeah. That week we weren't gaining any followers. It was just crazy hate. Tons. And so I think I talked about it on Instagram story. I said, "Is this just me, or every comment section that you go into for a podcast right now, it is just hate destroying the I think podcast?" It, the the poll went ninety eight percent to two percent. I yeah. was like, I am gonna put money on this that this is a trending thing right now. Yeah. That. It's a trending thing sometimes where you just hate on that thing. Like, what's another – what's a thing that's just people just go after it? Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> Charlie D'Amelio. Uh, um, more bigger trends like Supreme, right? Yeah. Everyone, hype beasts. Everyone loved yeah. it, and then everyone hated it. So I said, give this two weeks. It's going to be gone. Yeah. This past week, we've done great Rough. on TikTok. I think maybe two hate comments. We've gotten more hate on YouTube than TikTok in one week. Yeah, which and never happens. And it just shows maybe following the crowd for the trend isn't always the best move yeah. for the people. All right. Should we give some more updates on what's been going on recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, should we say where the studio is? No. Don't, I don't think we should give away the location. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? I had something I was going to say. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to disclose this. Yeah. Oh, by the time this episode will be out, it will be either nearing or just past Night and I's 10-year friend anniversary, is which crazy. is huge. crazy. All right. This is, this is good. Let's yeah. dive in. Oh, post on TikTok. The grind is real, baby. Well, we posted early today, about 1 p.m. PST, usually when you can be first on our TikTok, our TikTok thing. So as we're recording this, tomorrow, 10-year friendversary. Right, crazy. Wait, that video of Brett and Link, was that their 10-year too? Which one? Uh, th- that video that we were talking about a few weeks back, how they were celebrating a friendversary. Was that their 10-year? Oh, they've been friends for like 30 years. Oh, maybe it was 30. It was like 25 or something. 30 so they've been that. friends since middle school, and now That's they're mid-40s. Me and Josh will eventually be like that, Yeah, because our families are so connected. I think that they're starting like season 20 of Ooh, um, uh, some, yeah, it's crazy. And they're doing a late-night show. That's super fun. If you guys watch Good Mythical Morning, keep, it's just the Let best. Let us know in the comments, did you guys watch Brett and Link as a childhood TV show? Oh. I feel like our generation, instead of really... I mean, our early years, we grew up on cartoons, but as we got older, it was YouTubers, yeah. Dude Perfect, Rhett and Link. Who are some other OGs? Uh, Alex Wasabi. Alex Wasabi. Roy. Roy, Roy Guava. Roy Guava Juice. Um, Nutella Pasta in 24 hours. <laughs> um, what was it? Marlin? Marlin. Roman Atwood. Roman Atwood, yes. I think. All right, I'm going to clip this and put this on TikTok. I think one of the best moves and new podcasts that has dropped this year has been Roman Atwood's podcast. If you guys haven't seen it yet, Roman talks a lot about how all the fans that come up to him now are in their late high school, early college. That's us. Yeah. So, Roman, if you're watching this, you are our childhood, and yep. we love the podcast. I literally – somebody asked me once what my dream, like, vacation ever would be, and I said Roman Atwood's house. <laughs> how old were, I asked you that. Yeah. How old were you? I was like six, seven years he's ago. such a great guy, and I swear he's aging backwards. Yeah, honestly. They are – they're getting He's younger. Getting Jack Noah. Bro, Noah's getting big. So Roman Atwood, keep it up with the podcast. I know you guys have seen Noah Atwood's TikTok. Bro. He is huge. He went from gamer kid to yeah. bulk kid real Noah fast. Noah and Owen. Jeez. So sick. Owen? His friend who he works oh, out with who oh, was in the vault. You're saying there's a brother named Owen. I was no. Like, I don't know about that, man. So yeah, 10 years. Craziness. Yeah. Let's talk about our best and our worst moments of this 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think our best moment ever is a photo shoot on the roof. 
Oh, no. I think we really sat our 15th year anniversary. <laughs> we're still doing this in five years. Oh. Should we talk about potentially the most iconic photos that have... No. no, no, no. I'll show you Knight's profile picture. No, I have to. I have to. Potentially the most iconic photo shoot was ever taken by me and Josh. I was probably 10 years old. Josh is probably 12 years old. Before I got braces, now we got the pearly whites on deck. But... We it's when portrait mode first dropped. Okay, so this is Knight's profile picture. I'll come give you a close up. All right, this doesn't. This feels a little bit exposing. Like it, this feels a little bit not okay. Wow, you need to scoot it back a tad bit. The focus is on me. I'm back here. Okay, well That's me. Are, you're not gonna get to see the full picture. Ah, <sighs> wow, we're just burning the ears right now. Yeah, guys. So we took those photos when we were um, young, ten and twelve. That was a bad photo shoot. Terrible. We did it up on the roof. And I had just got my new like iPhone eight or something, iPhone seven, and it was the oh. release of portrait mode. You know what I just? So remember? we're like, oh, let's try it out. Remember when we sent him to Lucas Sankey? <laughs> so there's one of our good friends, uh, Lucas Sankey, is a professional photographer, shoots great photos. After we took these photos, we sent it to him. Like, bro, what do you think? Yeah. I can't believe we. It's because we did that when we like we jump up on the roof behind the clouds uh, and we like look like we were flying. I don't think he ever hit us back. Oh, he probably wouldn't. <laughs> He probably lost his head off. <laughs> I think that was one of the, one of the most iconic moments. Yeah. What's another? I mean, obviously, first episode of Juvie, that's iconic. That'll go down in yeah. the Josh and Knight, the Josh and Knight time history. Something new that we're moving into uh, coming into fall. This is like a recap episode for the OGs. This is good yeah. for you guys. We're probably going to be pushing it down to three Josh and Knight times one guest. Yeah. Because ultimately, as we've grown, we just want to get you guys better and better guests and not stay at the same level. Now, that doesn't mean we're just going to be booking guests with big followings. Our goal is to still make a platform for the youth but we really yeah. want to spend more time um as a team working to get episodes uh, guest episodes that we really know yeah. will provide value because we know these episodes that's what you guys are here for we host the show for a reason yeah. we don't want to give you any filler guests yeah we don't, don't want to have to hit a quota we want to just get the best for you guys as possible because dropping weekly does take a lot of time and i know people are like can you drop more than that and it's like we could but the quality is not going to be the standard and i think you know as we've grown the show our standard the bar has just risen it's right raised, yeah from the beginning it was like how can we get one out every week now it's like how can we get the best episode out yeah. every week and i think that's that's been something important that we've learned and especially over the summer when we've gotten busy and it's like we've got to we're, i think keeping our priorities straight has yeah. become a way bigger deal for us also let us know in the comments of this video what you think of the five minute interviews yeah what do you guys think um that? because that could become a regular thing that you do once a month um, or even more than that, if you guys want to. Featuring yeah, maybe we'll smaller guests that are on the come up. We pick the best parts from their episode, really just provide. Even subscribers, maybe. That would be fun. Yeah. We do a subscriber challenge. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys, that brings us to an end of this episode, plus the little interview that you guys got in the beginning. We hope you enjoyed. New set is here. You guys might see some changes. Let us know in the comments. Are you guys rocking with the new set? Do you miss the old set? Yeah. We have mixed feelings about it. Let, Let us know if there's any art you want to put up. Ooh. Fan art. Fan art. You guys, if you send us fan art, we don't have a P.O. box. We'd have to work on that. We will but absolutely put it on the If people comment and DM or like, yo, we want to send fan art, it'll go right up on that wall. Right it'll be in every single episode. Uh, as always, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Juvie Podcast. If you made it to the end and they haven't done what you did in the beginning, maybe do it's the it. first episode. They had to build trust with you. Yeah. What shall they do? You should like, comment, and subscribe on this video. And you should also hit the notification bell to know when we next upload. That's the best way to support us. Appreciate you guys tuning in to another Juvie episode. That is a wrap. That's a wrap.